0: Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am back on again with Lyle Oliver. He's all ready to release another great track called Dandelions and Roses, and I am super excited to talk to him all about it. Lyle, thank you so much for coming back on. How have you been? Awesome, man. How about you? Not too bad. What's going on in the snowy north? you know what man it's been unbelievable
1: it's been so snowy and so icy Like been getting freezing rain it's just been nuts it really has it's been absolutely crazy Sounds i actually, like it I, I wiped out the other day just trying to clean my driveway it's stupid it's just crazy you
0: gotta be careful out there i can't even imagine yeah
1: i gotta move, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta move to la man that's why i gotta do that's
0: what i'm saying you can choose to go to the snow you can visit the snow as opposed to just <laughs> having it in your front yard that's pretty nice. Um, so you've got this all new single coming out. I obviously want to hear all about it. Just like last time, I'd love for you to sort of kick it off with what is this song about and what does it mean to you?
1: You know what this this song is a duel with Maladdin. And, uh, we we really and we were we we really like duels and we like vocal yeah. harmony, and so we we think we found out our voices actually sound pretty good together. You know, sure. you know, to be honest with you. And you know what? And this song is really a tribute to Don Everly. You know, so yeah, really away, right. So we actually made it deliberately like a '60s sounding record, right? So it's very '60s sounding, and it's just a tribute to the late Don Everly. So
0: nice, yeah. So like, I know Don Everly, I know the Everly Brothers. What does he mean to you in like the scope of your music as a whole? Well, like I say, their their
1: their vocal harmonies are incredible. Sure, as far as, as, far as I'm concerned, and uh that was the one thing that we thought we'll try because we we think vocally together we, we sound pretty good so uh of course <laughs> that was basically it so we just thought we would bring this out something different maybe we talked to you about last time about how i'm um, trying to be a different writer not write all the same things all the time yeah. yeah that's really important to me so this is just a different sort of track and we
0: kind of simon Garfunko, garfunkel that sort of thing you know Which you trying to do that's right sure. now you've got to keep it fresh and innovative and obviously keep yourself excited because yeah. if you're not excited about the music you're making, then what's the point? <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I got a bunch of tracks going right now, and they're all different, man. Like, they're all different. So Right. Um, so who exactly is Maladin? It's Maladin Alexander, correct? It's Maladin. 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 So who he's is this collaborator?
1: Yeah, I've been playing with Maladin for a long time. You know, we've, we've actually been in a number of bands in the Toronto scene. You know, and uh, he's actually moved on now. He's doing cartoon movies and that sort of stuff. Right? Oh.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Is this the first song you've made together, like official song, or do you have other?
1: No, well, you no, know, we've, we've done a lot of different songs together, but this is like the first major sort of, sort of release together. Nice.
0: So, so what sparked it?
1: Why, why this long? You know what, man? I just thought we again, just we just thought let's just try something. Just almost as a lark, it was to tell you the truth, and it sure, ended up working sure. out.
0: Pretty, worked out pretty good. So. so was it an even split on the writing or producing? Because I know you're obviously a songwriter, but like what's yep. the breakdown of the credits? 50-50, man. 50-50? That's awesome. Yep. See, that's a sign of a true good partnership right there because too many duos are like, oh no, I'll take the lead on everything. And then it just gets kind of convoluted. But I like uh, I like the even split here. That's pretty nice.
1: You know, the nice thing is is sometimes as a writer, you don't see certain things. And it's nice to have somebody who's as a talented writer, like Meladin's extremely talented. Sure. And it's really, and he brings a lot to the table, you know. And he actually yeah. can bring something that I would never even think of, and vice versa. You know what I mean, sort of thing. So that's no, no. You can't it.
0: collaborate with the same type of person. You need kind of like the yin and yang to exactly. your music creation. If you're working with, you know yourself i mean obviously not yourself but then you're just pumping out the same stuff but i think i mentioned it last time so much of like the greatness of your music is that you don't stick to one genre you're constantly experimenting and evolving and creating new things and new sounds it provides so much like breath of listening for the listener so they can choose oh i want to listen to this style of music oh but i i have that to offer you today that's well, that's nice. like I said to
1: you. That's really important to me. Like I, 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 I don't want to be typecast. If you know what I'm saying, right? You know, absolutely. I want, like I want to be like a guy like Elvis Costello. You know, Elvis Costello. You of know, of course. Lot, lots of diversity. I talked to you about it before. David Bowie is a huge, you know, guy that I really, really appreciate for his, nice. you know, what I mean his diversity. So that's kind of the sort of thing that I want to do. I just wrote a song, a wedding song for one of my <laughs> my buddies. So it's totally that's awesome. different. It's got, it's got all strings and all that sort of stuff in it. So it's like it's
0: totally different from what I'm doing right now too. In the future of in the future of your songwriting, do you find yourself or even like want to sort of make odes to artists that you grew up with? I love that you've taken an artist that is obviously popular but not super in the mainstream nowadays and kind of created something surrounds him.
1: Honestly what tomorrow brings I don't know man. Like you know I just I kind of go with the flow whenever it yeah. comes in and inspires me. I basically do you know that's that's essentially it again I don't deliberately set out to go this is going to be done Everly song you know this you know basically what happens is this basically ended yeah. up being this actually sounds like a, like
0: it would be a really really good fit for the totally totally so, so that's what ended up happening I know? understand is uh is Maladin your only collaborator or do you have other artists that you continuously work with no i I work with Maladden, you
1: know that's the guy yeah but i well, I don't work with him very much now because, like I said, he's actually doing a lot of film work right now, so right right he's, right. Really,
0: busy. he's really busy with that, actually to tell you the truth so nice, and uh before we started clicking record, you mentioned that it's snowing pretty hard over there, and you've been up to a lot of songwriting, so love for you to kind of take me what's going on in the past week in uh in Canada. <laughs> in terms of what do you mean what do you mean by that in terms of musically you know it's whether it's snow or fire we're all locked in our house and, at some point i'm sure you've been you know what, doing something. We were,
1: it's just starting to open up here like you know that no one's playing yeah. right now and like no one's really getting a lot of gigs or anything like that because it's just been shut down you know right. so it's going to start start opening you know opening now but like i said for me it's been good because i've been able to concentrate on my writing and that's which I really enjoy, to tell you the truth, is 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 is
0: the creating part. To be honest sure. with you, sure, Uh Did you did you mention that you had a home studio, or are you going out to record yes. these songs? I have I have a home studio, and I, but I
1: also go out. Like I don't master myself; I go to Silver Birch Studios to master. Nice, you know, and, and uh, there's another studio I sometimes use here as well. So, but it depends on
0: on the production end of things. <laughs> As far as the mastering goes, I know obviously that's so important, but do you take it more of like a hands-on approach? Like, are you in there trying to help out, trying to like give your vision on certain things? So what happens is Andy
1: Cram is the guy that I use. He's a really well-known mastering studio in Toronto. And basically he he wants reference tracks. So like, if you have like a track that you can send him, you know, Mm -hmm. like you kind of want it mastered to that sort of sound. That's what he kind of wants, you know? I understand. That's basically what he does. And then he brings it back to you, and then what happens is you, you like it or you don't like it. But I don't go down to Toronto just to to, to have it to listen to get master. It, you know, <laughs> I understand. It's I understand. Too, it's too far, man. It's too is far. it? It's too far and too dangerous in this weather. There's no way. That's going true.
0: Down no, you could probably sled there, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> maybe not uh, maybe not take a car. I don't know about that. But uh, that's too funny. Um, I do want to ask a couple more questions. Surrounding this song, so it's called "Dandelions and Roses." I want to make yeah. that clear. But why, why that title specifically? It's a very like happy, uplifting sounding title. Well, it's it's actually
1: a sad song to tell you the truth. But it's really it's, it's actually what well, the, the song is basically picturing someone going to his grave. That's what it is.
0: So then, why and- the title?
1: Well, it's just the juxtaposition of life and death. Mm-hmm. The, the dandelion being give you you know what's just kind of withering away sure and the, and the, and the, and roses is, is love and life that's basically what it is so it's kind of a juxtaposition there it's very strong images there you know i understand that's, that's what it was for us i anyway. know
0: so nice so it's, yeah, a, it circle, it's a
1: circle of life man that's what it really really is all about
0: fully understand. You know, I'm actually not too familiar with the Everly Brothers' music. I've heard of them. I'm sure my parents had them playing at the car at some point growing up. Is there somewhere that you would recommend I start in their discography just as like a, a freshener? Just go on YouTube and, and just a lot yeah. of their
1: songs are, 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 they got a lot of great songs. I don't even know a lot of their songs, but uh what's dream dreaming they're one of their songs? Dream, dream dream. I think that's one of their songs. Great okay. song. You know? Um but the most important thing is like, it's, it's, the, it's the vocal harmonies. They're known for being, you know, having a really good lush harmony sound. And that's what we created on this track. I, th- I think. No, Have, you heard sure. the track? Have you heard the track? Have you heard the track? No, I haven't heard it. Okay. Well, you well, you know what? You got to tell me if we did a good good job in terms of 60s production. Cause it's like, it's totally retro production. It's not like current, you know, production. Sure, it's, sure. Really, sure. it's really, it's really sixties. And, uh, Go listen to uh, Everly Brothers track, and then listen
0: to our track, and hope oh, well. we did
1: it. Oh, I hope we did it justice. Well, really do.
0: I will be the first to let you know. I promise. Just got to send it on over. <laughs> um, I'll send. I'll send it over for you today. Please, please. So, when people yeah, listen to this song, what is like the message that you're trying to get across? Like, what do you think that this song says about you as an artist? Again, I, again, for me, it's it's. I
1: think it's a really, really really good song and i think it's something again that i think it's irregardless of the genre that i'm writing in i can deliver a good song
0: that's basically what i'm trying to do no i know know. i mean that's the positive of your music is like as striking as it is sonically and production as well it's like you put together these lines that it's like little movies playing in your head and i have no doubt that this is going to turn out just like that just given your track record at this point thank you It it does tell a
1: story. Does tell a story, and lyrically, I think it's quite strong. And uh, again, we talked about that before. How lyrics mean mean a lot to me, right? I know.
0: And you're so consistent and sort of like prolific at this point with your releases. You're always planning something, or you've got something in the works. Is there something specifically that you're looking to accomplish with this single? No, oh, I think it's just more of a nostalgia sing- single,
1: and it's something like, you know, what really triggered a lot of this was a lot of great people died last year, you know, in terms of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, they were Tom Patty, all these guys are great artists for, for me, you know, and then Don Everly's added to that, you know, because just, so it's just something that just kind of, all these legends are kind of just falling by the wayside, you know, and, and, and it's just something that don't want to forget these people,
0: you know? Now I understand, it's like you can listen to their music, You can tell stories about them and watch documentaries and biopics and this and that. But I don't know, in just the world of streaming these days and having instant access to their music, it's like they live on in certain ways. And I mean, even through social media, people add songs to their videos and this and that. And they either know the song because they heard it in a movie or they're super familiar with the artist. But at the same time, it introduces a whole new generation. Um, The music lives on. In in one you know, way or another, hundred percent. I can guarantee you. I'd be pretty su-
1: surprised if anyone else is releasing a song sounding like this right now, because it's so the very, 60
0: style production.
1: Yeah, it's like really like like it's not really a modern sounding song. Okay? okay, it's
0: it's it's a, but it's a cool song. It's a cool song. I agree, but I think that's the magic of production nowadays. it's like. I mean transport yourself back 50 years ago you were limited to making that sound based on the technology nowadays you could you could make music from 100 years ago and it could come out in 2022 and and there you go but it's really I mean yeah like I said it all goes back to the style that you would want to put out the vibe that you're feeling and like the mood that you want to evoke for the listener which I think is a huge thing I agree Nice. I agree. I, I
1: I think I think this is a an, another sort of song that's memorable. It'll get into your head, and it's kind of kind of you'll you'll want to listen again. That's what I
0: think anyway, for sure. But that's that's the key to music nowadays in the streaming and single culture. Is everything is so recyclable? Like you know, like I don't know. Do you use Spotify often or any of like the streaming yeah. apps? Yeah, yeah. So they have like the release radars. You follow an artist. It comes up, oh, they put out a new song. You go through the playlist, you listen to it once, maybe you add it to your personal playlist and then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. There's just there's so many different aspects aspects of making music these days that it's just like you gotta make it replayable. It has to have that catchy hook.
1: You know, one one of the things about a lot of artists are predictable. You kind of know what they're gonna sound like, Like, you know, when they bring their next release out. I want to keep people guessing. Right. That's the magic what's he going to, what's going to, what's this going to be like His next. Cause I can tell you right now, I've got another song coming out after sure. this song. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like, to, like yeah, but
0: that's the best. That's a reason to follow an artist. Like, like I'm saying, like anyone can follow the formula, their label or their management tells them, okay, well, this pop song got this many streams. So we need to replicate that same song. But as a music listener and, like you need to keep people guessing that's what creates a fan base that's what keeps people coming back is the mystery well you know what the, the this song
1: and the following song yeah. are like apples and oranges like it's just it's just not even close you know what's coming out i mean you know, and you know what and i'm cool with that that's what i like again that's
0: what i want to do you know yeah. like i, I want to I do what i want to do but exactly. even in the, in the recording process, do you ever find it difficult to switch back and forth between genres or is it like this sort of fluid easiness? You know what man honestly, it's just you get you get, a, you
1: get you get the vibe you want. Sure you know, you sure. know and that's basically it. you know you, you try and create that sound you know and that's essentially it. And there's different plugins and all that sort of stuff that I'm going to use for for one song and another, right you know So sure. it's just that's basically it.
0: Do you hold yourself to timetables like I need to get this done by this date.
1: My goal, like I mentioned to you before, is like, I want to try and release a song every one or two months this year. That's what I want to do. You know, I got a lot, I got 20 songs in the can right
0: now. So I got a lot, a lot of material. They're just ready to go, so we'll be talking a lot. I hope. You no, know, I hope so. so. I hope so. You know, I last time we spoke, I had briefly mentioned touring and that things are starting to pick back up and restrictions are easing and etc. But the main thing that I want to talk about is like a set list. How do you? How would you even go about creating something to sort of have it have like this cohesion about it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopping I, back I, and I, forth. What, what
1: would you do? 100. Well, you, maybe there's certain songs I can't do, you know, as a as a, as a, as a one set. Maybe you have a separate set. You know, you, I saw Joe Jackson. Do you remember Joe Jackson? Do you know Who he is? I mean, it sounds very familiar. I, I saw him and he played a set of like punk stuff, and then he played a set of big band music in the you know same I mean? set, same in, in the same concert. Okay. Okay. So, so he played a 45-minute set of sort of punk music sure. and they came out sure. with this big band what a tremendous band you know what i mean yeah. like you know they can do that right totally so, so that's the thing is you got to surround yourself with good people which i know a lot of good really sure. good musicians but the other thing is too is you know a lot of my songs like i said to you austin um i'm comfortable just doing an acoustic thing for them yeah, do, I understand. You know what I mean? and as a singer songwriter a lot of the songs can come over just it doesn't matter i can play piano
0: too so like I can do a set just with piano acoustic, acoustic set, you know, for things, you know, so I totally understand that at the end of the day, the only person you can be responsible for is yourself and putting together a band nowadays when people aren't meeting up in person as much. I can't even imagine, you know, putting an ad out and saying, hey, I need a drummer. Hey, I need a bassist, blah, blah, blah. It sounds like an extremely difficult task. It's not, you know what, you just got a network. Yeah, I mean, I know we're all connected through social media and you can find someone who might be proficient, but if you're looking for a certain style or they want to, you know, put their foot in and say certain things, it's like, I don't know, it's your music and it's your name. It would be different if you were operating as a band as opposed to a solo artist. 100%. So, oh, Lyle, um, I want to know the release date of this because, I mean, the people need to know. It's, it's actually sold, it's, it's the 14th of March. Okay, coming perfect. So everyone out there know that March 14th, Dandelions and Roses is coming out. I know that I'm excited for it because, I mean, everything you make is keeping the people guessing and jumping as to what's going to happen. But it also just, I mean, it makes it, it makes it exciting for the future. It makes it exciting to see what else is going to come out of you. And, you know, due to being locked inside, I guess we're going to see what happens. You're either going to like it or you're
1: not, man, but you know what? I'm happy with them. And that's, that's, you know, it's, I think, I think you guys will be too. I'm going to shoot you that. I'm
0: going to shoot you that track right now. Please do. Please do. Um, I want to finish this up with the same question I lo- asked you last time, mainly because someone could be discovering you from this second interview or the first, basically, again, the question is for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? I just
1: go come along for the ride. Basically, I want you to enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the music. That's basically
0: it. Hopefully, I guess, hopefully puts a smile on your face. That's the most important thing. And I have a sneaking suspicion they're going to like it. Although I haven't heard it, you haven't proven me wrong yet. So I think that they're going to enjoy it a lot. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it. You're that. very welcome. Once again, Dandelions and Roses. It comes out March 14th. We'll have all the links so people can listen and follow along and share it. Um, Lyle, once again, thank you so much for your time. Always a great conversation. And I really do look forward to speaking again soon. Thanks for having me, Austin. Appreciate it. You're that. very welcome. Take care and have a nice rest of your day. You too,
1: brother. All all right, bye-bye. bye-bye.